Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of What Episode You On Podcast. And today we are on episode nine of Power Book Two Ghost. Um, this episode was lit. <laughs> like, there were a lot of full circle moments. We are super excited to talk about this episode. So let's get into it. Hey, Patrice. Hey, girl. What's up? <sighs> Nothing much. Um, just enjoying the holidays. It was like it was different this year, but it was still pretty yeah. different. Yeah. I mean, FaceTime comes in handy during this time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you get to FaceTime your family? Yeah, just uh, my sister, Miles, and John. And we watched him open up his gifts. He got, like, Miles, some more stuff. <laughs> yes, like, he got some Tim's. He got some Nike shoes. He got hey! an Adidas, like, sweatsuit. Like, he's going to be the most stylish baby, and I'm so jealous. <laughs> stepping out on all the babies now. Yes. That's what's up. Yes. How was your you Christmas? Did you wanted for Christmas? I did. I did. Okay. And it, it's so weird how like your taste change over the like when you get older. Right. So I feel like when I was small I would get like big gifts mm -hmm. that would last like a year and now I'm looking right. for like stuff that's practical. <laughs> yeah. It's just so crazy how that yeah. changes. That's cool. Yeah. How was yours? It was good. Like, I definitely got more than I was expecting. Like, I really wasn't expecting much. And I got a freaking laptop. I was like, thank what? you. Yeah, because I really, really needed one. Mm -hmm. Like, I do, like, some personal stuff on my work laptop. And I know I should be doing. So now I can, like, separate the two. So I'm so happy yeah. about that. Nice. Got, like, some shoes. So I was like, it was a good Christmas. Like, to not be expecting anything and to get stuff like that. I was like, dang, this is the best yeah. Christmas ever. <laughs> so it was really nice. Yes. And um, I got to spend it like with my sister and nice. my family. So it was nice. It was everyone wasn't here, but it was still nice. Yeah, that's yeah. good. And I I was just thinking, this is our last episode of this crazy year. I know. So I'm wondering, like, do you have any goals for next year or are you just trying to keep it low-key and just enjoy life because this year was just so crazy yeah so one of my goals is definitely I don't know if it's like a real real goal but I really like y'all I gained so much weight this year like it's so bad like I don't look too much bigger but I feel it mm -hmm. and I know I am so that's like one of my goals to really like lose the weight, like at least get back to where I was before March, because it just got gotcha. out of hand after March. Yeah, so, I feel you. <laughs> that is definitely one of my goals. And then, you know, my 30th is next year. So mm -hmm. I'm hoping that we'll be in a better place to travel. So yeah. definitely want to do something for my birthday next year. And then just be like, more like, Cause I feel like I'm always trying to look for the next move. Like, okay, yeah. like I'm trying to make this amount by this time I'm trying to do this and this. And I, I think I really want to just slow down and just, I'm super thankful. Like a lot of people got furloughed this year and I didn't I've been yeah. able to work. So just really enjoy and take every day, day by day, instead of like, okay, I need to do this by this time or in two mm. years. So yeah, I, I think I really want to just like, I'm good and be thankful, not complacent, but just like yeah. more thankful and not always 
trying to keep planning and planning and just enjoy where yeah. I am. Yeah, yeah, that's real. You know? That's a yeah. good one. Because it's like a couple of years ago, <laughs> I, I wanted to be where I am now. So I need to like, you know, enjoy, enjoy it. That. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you? Um, I would say one of mine is definitely to cook more. I feel like this year I've just been cooking the same types of things, but I want to try different things. Oh, nice. Yeah. And I'm moving, which we talked about last. Right. Right. I think this place I really want to, you know, take care of and decorate kind of cute, even though I do plan to make it more homey. Yeah. Okay. I mean, not homey, but stuff I really like and invest in uh-huh. and then take it somewhere else if I do plan to move okay which is still on my list but okay like you said I I think this year has definitely taught me to appreciate mm-hmm. at least being employed and like enjoying what I do and being close to those around me right so I, I think that's something I agree I want to focus on and maybe branching out and putting myself back out there yes the <laughs> yeah Cause like, not gonna lie, it's been quite a lonely year in yeah. a pandemic. So, I think I'm finally ready to just, you know, settle down. Yeah, and then like you really, cause dating is exhausting. It like, is. Anybody yes. who's out there listening, I know you can agree. Like dating is exhausting. So you took a much needed break, you know? Yes. Yes. So <laughs> I can I can see you being ready, cause you know you took you took yeah. a pretty good break. Yeah. Yeah. So, also for your cooking, you should try HelloFresh. Like, oh, yes. I don't okay. know if you want to, like, like do your own shopping, but I did HelloFresh uh-huh. for, like, a month, and I really loved it. They have some really good recipes on there, and nice. they send you everything. Like one, of, like, one of the recipes I got was, like, a burger and fries, and they sent uh-huh. me, like, whole potatoes to cut up for the fries. Wow. So, so like, literally from scratch. Yeah, like you really cooking. So that could be like a good okay. starter for you to like get your recipes and stuff. Yeah. Do you get to keep the recipes they send you? Yes. So like okay, if you wanted cool. to cook it again, you could go to the store and get, oh. get your own um ingredients. Okay. Yeah. But they send huh. you everything down from like your sauces to like what you nice. need. The only thing they don't send you is seasoning. So you definitely have to like season it yourself to taste. But they okay. send you everything else. I love HelloFresh. Nice. Okay, I might have to yeah. make that yeah. investment. Yeah, you know, maybe cool. they could sponsor us one day because I definitely okay. support them. <laughs> this is not an ad. I wish it was, but like for real, I really they're good. And anybody listening, if you want to try something different, I really like HelloFresh. Nice. Yeah. All right. So let's jump into our what had happened was segment. I don't have too much. I have a fun fact, and I have some reminders. Okay. So I'll start with the fun fact. And I saw this today, and I thought it was so random, but kind of cool. Okay. (laughs) Um, So RuPaul and Cory Booker are cousins. What? (laughs) (laughs) So, like, they went on this show on PBS, and it's Mm -hmm. like an Ancestry-type show, and they found out they're cousins. And now that I look at pictures of them, they look alike. Wow, how did they never are they distant? I, they must be distant. They have to be. No. Yeah. Cause they're but, both too known for like so and so unseated call and be like, you know Cory Booker, your cousin, <laughs> or you know RuPaul, your cousin. Like they too known. Uh, that's that's like it must be kind of distant. Yeah. I mean, either way they're related, but I'm like, I'm surprised nobody ain't ain't called and been like, this yeah. you know, you know Corey, that's your cousin. <laughs> Yeah, so, so I thought cool. that was so cool and random. And I yes. thought that was 
<laughs> wow. Okay. So a few reminders. So Shonda Rhimes' new show on Netflix is on. Okay. Um, called Bridgeton. Bridgeton? I think that's right. Uh-huh. And it's a period piece, but with, you know, it has a lot of diversity, which we usually don't see with period pieces set in, like, royal times. I was about to say, they look like yeah. before Queen Elizabeth and them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So see that with people of color. So I think that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And I plan to watch it. I heard it was really good. Nice. Yeah, I'm excited to start it, too. Um, Sylvie's Love is on Prime. I plan to watch that later. Sheena, you saw it, right? Patrice it Uh-oh. was so good it was like it was like the photograph but like in the 60s but like wow. capturing that, that same essence of falling in love oh my gosh oh my god you're going to love it it was oh so good like I'm probably gonna watch so, it again. how was uh Carrie's husband because I don't think I've seen him in a movie before yeah you know so I think her husband was originally a football player Mm-hmm. And I think he's trying to get into acting. He okay. actually wasn't bad. Like, obviously, it helps that he's super fine. But, <laughs> but him and Tessa Thompson had real good chemistry. And obviously, we know she's amazing. Like, yeah, she's good. So mm-hmm. I feel like for him to have good chemistry with her, that kind of shows he was good, too. Like, yeah, yeah, I was really lost in their story, so I think he did pretty good. Awesome, like, okay. obviously, her being a veteran, she could have carried him a little bit, but I yeah. think he, I think he held his own in his scene. Okay, yeah, good. That's good to hear. It was good. And then, last, um, we both saw this Soul on Disney Plus, and y'all, I want to say this isn't for kids if you're an adult. <laughs> And you, you are struggling with like purpose or like finding your spark. This, this is the movie for you. And I think everyone needs to watch this after surviving this year. It's so important. Yeah. Soul, Soul was amazing one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) To comment on what you said about it not being for kids, because Monique was Mm -hmm. saying the same thing while we were watching. Um, Monique is my sister, guys, for people that don't know. But (laughs) I was I was trying to ask her. I was like, you know, is Coco deep and inside and out? Like, are those too deep for kids? Or, but she said Coco was probably better since the lead was a kid and this lead was an adult oh. male. So I yes. was like, because I feel like all Pixar movies are kind of deep. But I don't know. It was something yeah. about this one where I was like, do kids even know what's happening right now? Yeah. If anything, I feel like 22... So the little blob that was there yes. would be for them. Okay. But every adult would relate to the main character. No. Yeah. Yeah. I'm thinking 22 was that entertainment element that kids can yeah. laugh and be playful. But the, I don't think they really got, like, the message <laughs> of the movie. <laughs> like, oh, oh, my gosh. This is something you'll have to explain to them. Yes. And they sorry, won. guys. Y'all know we do spoilers here. So if you haven't watched Soul, please fast forward. Yes. But I would just like to say that I thought they, because most movies, when mm-hmm. the black cartoon is a lead, they turn into something else. Yeah. So I know that was a lot. My complaint, a lot of people I know's complaint that he, that we saw in the trailer, that he was mm-hmm. turning into the blob. But the fact that they brought them back to human form, even though 22 was in his body, 
yeah I, I still enjoyed that we still got to see him and i feel like they did something different compared to like other movies that keep the main character a blob or, or a mm-hmm. frog or a bird literally to the end of the movie yeah like yeah you still That's got to see joe in the middle of the movie and people are still complaining that like 22 was in his body but I'm kind i of saw that like, too that I'm made me like, mad we still <laughs> got to see him like if he didn't become even if him and 22 didn't come back we wouldn't have got the barbershop scene we mm-hmm. wouldn't have gotten him t- making up with his mom and like yeah his, her assistants and stuff like i feel like they did it was almost like they kind of heard us complaining so much over the years yeah, and there are still those people who have just complained True. for the rest of their lives and won't find the good in this movie. Yeah. But if you look past that, like, they really listened. They um, did. I thought the animation was amazing. Yes. Like, just the features, like, 4C hair. Like, you don't see that in animation. So I, I just... <laughs> They, they really took their time with this movie. Like, and I appreciate it. Can we take a moment to just praise Dorothea Williams' hair? Yes! yes. Her texture in a cartoon. Yes. yes. It was beautiful. It was perfect. Like, they just did such a good job. And if people can't see that this movie is a big improvement from, like, Princess and the Frog and, like, Spies mm-hmm. in Disguise, I don't know what to tell them. Like you said, they must just love to complain. Because right. they still let us have a human for most of the movie. And I love yep. that. Yep. Yep. I have Completely zero agreed. complaints. Soul was perfect. Agreed. Yes. Uh, I'm just, that movie had me like, I was sitting there just watching the credits. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's one of the movies where you sit silent and be like, hey. <laughs> like, you just that's need a moment. Doing. You just need yes. a moment. Yes. And yeah. I think, and I think that movie is also kind of what ties in into my New Year's resolution, because it's mm-hmm. like I'm always like, okay, mm-hmm. I need to try to be a manager by this point, or I need to do this and this. When I'm just like, I actually have a pretty good job. Like, yeah, I, I need to be happy and at peace of where I'm at. Like I said, I don't want to get complaints in by any means, but still yeah. just enjoying where I am. Like, yeah, that really made you take a whole step back yes just kind of so necessary yeah yes it was good well that's all i have i just wanted y'all to watch the movie those and if you had it please do (laughs) yeah what like seriously y'all even if you don't like if you think cartoons are kitty blah 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 whatever Mm -hmm. like we still need to support this is the first black pixar film yeah 2020 we're just now getting a black pixar film as long as pixar has been around so like Mm -hmm. just support because of that you know yeah yeah and then you'll be surprised like you'll really enjoy it because like we're both saying it's really not for kids like yeah it's an adult animation so you'll probably end up enjoying it too for sure yeah all right guys so this week we are on episode nine of power book ghosts book two ghosts um this episode was lit like how did you feel about it um it was lit for me for the last 20 minutes okay <laughs> <laughs> if i'm being honest okay that's fair what about you i liked it the whole way through i just feel like okay. so many three six like or not even 360 moments but like 180 moments like oh true every okay. like, 
anything that happened in the beginning of the season, it was like all coming to fruition. Like it, like we'll get into it, obviously, but it's just like <laughs> whatever they've been dealing with this season, it's like everything came to a head this uh-huh. episode. So I'm just like, what is the finale about to be looking like if we have this type of episode now? Yeah, I don't that's know. Oh, that's okay. a good point. Okay, <laughs> let me let me get into this, y'all. So, um, the episode opens up with Kane and the leader of GTG. Um, it looks like they chopped up the guy's bodies that Kane killed last episode, like his mm-hmm. member friends. Um, yeah, they were like disposing of the body parts, and I'm just like Tariq. Not Tariq. Kane is so like it's like he was enjoying it, like he was cooking supper or something. Yeah, <laughs> I had in my notes he's a serial killer. <laughs> That's something a serial killer would do, like to get enjoyment from that. Right, he was like smiling. <laughs> you would think like it was a family breakfast going on, and he cooking yeah. everybody. <laughs> I was just like, what is happening here? So he's oh, yeah. starting to lose it. A yeah, Kane, bit. Kane is crazy. If you didn't know by now, you know now. Right. Um, so we go back to campus, and Tariq gets a text from Two Bit about the money he owes, and <laughs> Two Bit is asking for fifty k now. He is stressing me out. Um, Tariq calls Davis and asks, you know, about paying him later, mm-hmm. and he lies saying he needs the money to help his grandma. Um. Davis knows his BS. Right. Um, he calls him for his bluff and is like, well, if you can't pay me, I'll cancel the character w- witness that I have. And that uh-huh. works because Tariq is like, okay, no, I'll still <laughs> make the payment because, you know, he wants to help his mom. But it's like, yeah. Davis just played him. Like, there's no character witness, Tariq. Like, yeah. It's fine. He wants his money. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so we go to Carrie's apartment and Zeke is staying the night. Um, he stayed like she let him stay after that night he got jumped after the club mm-hmm. by gtg and she notices the bruises on his back and she's worried about him like even though she wants it to be you know strictly sex nothing too deep she still has some feelings for him where she's kind of just like okay what's going on with you um yeah she asks hmm. him to trust her because she's like i'm trusting you i could lose my career so I'm trusting you. I need you to trust me. Like what happened? And Zeke actually opens up and he tells her everything that happened that night with detail. Mm. <laughs> I'm so tired of them. I, yeah. I, I think it was her saying, I'm trusting you with my career. <laughs> but it's, it, she should have done it in the first place of messing with the student. True. And I, I, I will keep going to the grave saying that that she is wrong for even initiating or being complicit in this relationship no yeah trust this man young man with her career is just irresponsible and i'm done i'm off my sofa you're right you're right um but her like i guess quote unquote being vulnerable in that moment mm-hmm. it helps because i mean he taught her everything true like, yeah every single thing and obviously she wants to call the cops because i mean she doesn't realize the extent of what he's telling her but mm-hmm. he like he shuts that down like real quick he's like no good thing like, yeah yeah don't call the cops um so at campus um there's a staff meeting um carrie actually got a text about it 
while her mm-hmm. and Zeke were together. And we learn in this meeting that Carrie is a former prosecutor. I didn't see that coming. I was about, I was like, why do you think they waited to episode nine to reveal that to us? Yeah. Like that was that was an interesting reveal. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, she by her being a former prosecutor, she's aware of the system, how cops are. We kind of saw right. both sides because Laz Alonzo being a person of color, you know, mm-hmm. trying to pin down these kids, and her being a person of color, like no. Like, I know what the system does to them. So we kind of saw, like, the two, the mirror sides of both views. Um, Yeah. So she offers to do the interviews with the students so law enforcement doesn't have to. She's like, you know, they'll be more comfortable with us. I know how to do these type of interviews. And then Mr. Jabari just has to insert himself. Always. I'm Dr. Jabari, whatever, whatever. I can insist, sir. I'm on whatever. I'm just like, nobody's talking to you. Like, nobody. If it's one thing he's going to do, it's inserting himself into someone else's business. That he has no business. No business. (laughs) Carrie was handling it. Yeah. But we all know, I feel like he's trying to get on the panel to question Mm -hmm. Tariq. Of course. Trying to get information out of Tariq. Yes, always a motive. <laughs> yes. So, um, Monet and Drew meet up, and it mm-hmm. is really rough right now, guys, yeah. because Kane isn't around to help. Um, it's literally just Drew, Monet, and Diana. Mm-hmm. Like, that don't even sound like a power team, because <laughs> Diana don't do nothing. So, it's right. really just Drew and Monet. <laughs> so they are really struggling. Mm-hmm. Um. Tariq shows up to get his product and he notices it's a whole lot more than he usually moves. Um, and that's because the dude uh, Tariq and Drew got rid of, they got the mm-hmm. product off of his truck. And he's one of Rico's guys. And that was cocaine, right? Like it yes. wasn't like their normal like pills and weed. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was actual cocaine. <laughs> right, right. So Tariq was very confused. He was like, this mm-hmm. is not what I move. And Tariq is nervous because the cops are all on campus because the guy that died in the pool, mm-hmm. they're trying to investigate if, it's, if it was a student, like, what was he doing? How, who did he right. know on campus? Yeah. Um, but Monet is like, I mean, we good. We'll course connect, right? Like, nothing <laughs> can get traced back to us. And Tariq couldn't uh-huh. even say anything. Yeah. Because yeah. he's always said how airtight course connect is. Mm-hmm. Man, so it's, I just feel like, you know those holes you're in and they're, like, piling dirt on? I feel like Tariq is, like, mm. halfway to, like, suffocating at this point. Like, it's too much going on. Oh, yes. That's a good metaphor. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> it's all just coming down. Yes! <laughs> like, the dirt is getting closer and closer to burying him. Yes. <laughs> um, so, Tasha calls Tariq. It seems like she's been trying to get in touch with him for a while, and she finally gets mm-hmm. a hold of him. Um, let's take a listen. Mar, what's up? Thank God you're okay. I've been worse sick that Tahadis came after you again. It's all good, okay? Me and Monet worked it out. Worked it out? Tariq, they tried to kill you. It wasn't her. It was her son, Kane. Do you really believe that? I mean, what if Monet put Kane up to it? What if she did that she set him up? She said if he comes at me again, I can protect myself. You know I will. Still sounds like a trap. Don't trust her ass. We don't need to trust her. She needs me to move bricks. At school? You gotta be kidding me. You told me how to do it. I'll be fine. You didn't leave me much choice, remember? I had to teach you. You were going to get yourself killed. Listen to me. Rick, there's too much at stake right now, okay? You 
slow down? Why? I can't slow down. How else am I gonna pay for Davis? He said you gotta go to court soon. And he hired an expert witness. Expert witness? He didn't tell me about that. So now Tasha knows that Davis is playing Tariq. Because why wouldn't he let his own client know about an expert witness? Yeah. And they're supposed to not leave anything else, like, as a lawyer. Mm -hmm. And you're supposed to be loyal to your client. And if you're leaving stuff out, that's no. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Davis is about to get caught up. Because Tasha don't yeah. play. She, at all why would he tell me like she is pissed yeah yeah Woo! also i want to call out uh -huh. <laughs> she, don't, she don't do anything else in jail <laughs> <laughs> like she she's never at the cafeteria she's never no. doing activities. you're right like we never like how like we both used to like orange is the new black y'all and like yeah. you know, we used to see them in like their trade school classes and yeah. like out in the yard <laughs> It's not recess, but it's like for them to get fresh air. <laughs> and like Tasha don't be doing nothing. You're right. Uh, oh, she's just wait by phone. <laughs> I hope she gets some fresh air and like do friends. I don't right, know. Do something else. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god. Okay, so back in the classroom scene, um, Jabari is kind of stirring the pot. Like, I feel like he's trying to get the students, like, riled up or something. And the discussion gets heated. Like, yeah. we definitely see Lauren's privilege in this scene. Like, True. she's yes. saying stuff like, you know, people are in jail for a reason because of their choices. They did something, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, okay, I see how her and Malcolm were definitely a couple. Right, right. Um, but Tariq and Bruchandria is like get her in check. Like, mm -hmm. even though Bruchandria comes across ghetto, I mean, and her name is Bruchandria, like she has solid points. And mm -hmm. you know, she mentioned that the person drowning at their school and how they're only talking to per, uh people of color, right? Like they're only interviewing people of color. Mm -hmm. Like that's something to point out to Lauren. Mm -hmm. You know, like why aren't they interviewing the white students? Yeah. And Tariq goes on his whole rant, like, do you think my mom deserves to be in jail? Like, they both are, like, tag team Lauren at this point. Yeah. As they should. Because why would she yeah. say that? I, granted, there are people in jail who did bad stuff. True. And do. But if you don't acknowledge the people who are there for, like, minuscule things right. or because of the problems in our legal system then your whole point is stupid right. if you're not acknowledging that other piece. At least acknowledge the disadvantage that black yeah. and brown people have to face in the prison system. Mm -hmm, for sure. So, so I was just like, it. yeah, like they was it. coming for her. <laughs> um, and with Brashandria bringing up the only black and brown students are being interviewed, Jabari lets them know that him and Professor Milgram are actually hosting the interviews mm -hmm. and that the students will not have police present. So, they can be completely honest with them. And I noticed that he mm. looked at Tariq while he was saying Girl, that. Girl, he looked dead <laughs> in his face. <laughs> I really hate Jabari is on this panel because yeah. his obsession with Tariq is just, like, so annoying. It's, it's, I have no words. I feel yeah. like I'm running out of words to describe how angry I am. Yeah. For him to just use this as an opportunity to do something bad to Tariq when he doesn't have to. He doesn't. It's crazy. Yeah. 
I, I really hate that. Yeah. So um, after class, Lauren tries to apologize to Tariq, saying, you know, she doesn't believe his mom deserves to be in jail, but she still stands firm that some people do. And mm-hmm. Tariq wasn't trying to hear it. Neither was nope. I. You dismiss Lauren. We done with you for right now. Like, right. Because <laughs> I just feel like she really, like, it's almost like she was acting like her mom. And I didn't really like her yeah. mom the last episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm, so it was sure. like, Apple doesn't fall too far from a tree, girl. Yeah, go read a book. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Tasha is under a surprise search in jail, and we all know she has a burner, so I'm, like, freaking out right now. Uh-huh. Um, this man comes up to Tasha, and, you know, he's like, give me your phone. And I just assume he's clearly working for Lorenzo. So he's making yeah, sure Tasha yeah. is straight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, we then learned that the search was conducted by Saks but it created a dead end because Tasha's cell ended up being clean Mm -hmm. yep and Sax tells Steven you know he's trying to catch Tasha with the burner but Steven is not messing with Sax anymore like Steven is done with Sax yeah he's like hurry up you have all this time to evict Tasha and you're taking your sweet time to do this Yes. So we see him make a phone call to like some special private agent or something, but uh-huh. um, we don't know what that call is about yet. So we'll right. we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. So um, all right. So now that we know that Carrie is a former prosecutor, she is doing some Google searches, and she is finding out so much about Zeke's background. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like her search is so much more thorough than that search we saw Jabari doing. Right. About yes. Like, mm-hmm. Carrie is finding out so much. She sends pictures of Lorenzo, Monet, mm-hmm. uh, GTG, yep. Lorenzo Taking being notes. in jail. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. let her notes seem more clear than Jabari's. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, <laughs> she is on it. Yeah. Um, And Jabari just barges in her office, which I hate that he does. Like, he owned the place. Yeah. Like, right. Knock, Negro. Knock. Like this is not your office. You need to and y'all are colleagues. Tell you to enter. Okay. Yeah. Right. If my door is closed, you need to knock. But anyway, I'm sorry. So she she shows him a picture of Zeke and his family and asks him, you know, like, have you seen anybody like before in this picture? Does does anyone mm-hmm. look familiar? And Jabari recognized Drew like first, like off rip, like first uh-huh. thing you know this Drew, but he doesn't say anything. He says, you know, he doesn't notice anyone. No one looks familiar. And he's mm-hmm. being super shady toward her. Even from last episode, remember when he was about to send her that text and he decides to delete Yeah, it. right. So I'm not sure what his plan is exactly. Like, does he want her to go down with Tariq or something? Even though he's uh, wrong, because she's not even sleeping with Tariq. But I'm just like, what is his Actually, plan? that's a good point. Because it would make sense if he wants her to go down with Tariq because he thinks they're together right and so that would be the way to do that other than that i don't know why yeah that from her he's being so shady toward her yeah that doesn't make sense yeah i'm sure we'll find out next week okay okay um (laughs) right right you never know right um so kane is living with gtg Mm -hmm. and drew confronts him because kane took all of their corner boys like, mm. if you remember in the beginning of the season, GTG was working with Monet and Kane was, like, leading them, like, over them. 
Uh-huh. And that's when they got out of hand, like being all on IG Live. And, you know, Kane was the one that set them straight because Monet uh-huh. was not happy. Um, so now all of those corner boys are working for Kane and not Monet. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So Drew notices that the leader of GT- GTG is still living and that Kane didn't do what he said he was going to do mm-hmm. by killing him. And Drew's like, why is he still breathing? Breathing. What is going yeah. on here? And mm-hmm. Kane's like, he loyal. He loyal. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I really wanted to fight Kane in this moment because Drew has always been trying to like help him and like be there yeah. for him. So how you gonna play Drew, your your only brother? Your brother. And I feel like had he killed that guy, he maybe would have gotten back into Monet's good graces. Right. And he just ruined that chance. Like Literally, it's done. Because now <laughs> Drew see that he living. Yep. Yep. And Rico yep. is now coming since now they killed his, you know, the guy that does the business for him. Rico is coming mm-hmm. personally now and they don't have anyone to move his product. Right. So right. Drew is very frustrated. He is frustrated with Kane. He is frustrated mm-hmm. with Monet. He's frustrated with everybody. <laughs> yeah. Like, for good Mon- reason. Yes. Like Monet mm-hmm. wants him to step up since Kane is gone. And Drew mm-hmm. was like, I always wanted to be something different. But she was like, you know, tough luck. Like, this is what you got to do now. And I just yeah. feel like Drew needs a break. Like, yeah. he is very stressed out. Right. Agreed. So um, Tasha is meeting with <laughs> Davis and Paula. And she wants to be moved to another prison. Mm-hmm. Um, Davis doesn't want any big, want to make any changes like that, though. Because obviously he's working for, with Saks and uh-huh. not for Tasha. Right. So he needs her to stay put. Um, Tasha asked about the expert witness Davis guy, and Paula tries to make it look good by saying, you know, we're still working out the details, but Davis shushes her. <laughs> Tasha saw it. We saw it like trouble in paradise, maybe, because he definitely right. like told her to be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> like, and she she felt some type of way. Yeah. Like, we all peeped it. So I was just like, hmm, what's going on here? Right. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs> so, Sex and Davis go to meet um, with the lady, their expert witness, and a cameraman is watching them. Uh-huh. Taking pictures of them. Take six. Um, so, remember, remember when we saw um, – her mug shot and we were both like you know who's that like we don't recognize yeah. her it comes to find out she was in power she was the lady the stripper that was working with tasha oh from the, the daycare hair. yep yeah and to reconnect it with her too this series um mm. her name is epiphany and mm-hmm. sax and davis needs her to testify to help tasha um, and Sax can remove like her charges, like to help her. Right. Out. Well, yeah. he said he couldn't remove them. He said he can massage Lessen them. them. Yeah. Right. Whatever that means. Um. So they just need to need her to make Tasha look innocent, so they can convict Tariq. And at this point, do they know that she knew Tariq? Uh, no. Okay. I don't. I don't think they know the relationship that Epiphany and Tariq have. Gotcha. Okay. So I'm pretty sure uh, Epiphany has moved some right weight for Tariq as well, but gotcha. they don't. They don't know that. They don't know that. Okay. Yep. Um. So back at campus, Brayden and Tariq are still beefing. Uh, Brayden oh, has been stating with Tracy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. 
they have not made up since the whole him helping Elfie sell coke. Um, mm-hmm. But Tariq is back on Brayden's good side when he shows Brayden all the coke he had. <laughs> <laughs> like, Brayden was so, like, his eyes lit up. Yes. Like, like, oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> been waiting like, for. Nothing is more exciting to Brayden than selling coke. Um, but Tariq is worried about all the cops being on campus and you know Brayden Mm -hmm. suggests like let's hit Effie up and move the product as Yale right and like it's not hot there and they can charge them way more and Mm -hmm. I'm just like this is why Brayden and Tariq make such a good team and I'm tired of Tariq lying to him already just stop and I think this is the first time Tariq is listening to Brayden's idea as long as they've been working together they like they're finally doing his idea which i love to see yeah that was no pushback he was like Mm -hmm. let's hit up effie and Tariq was like cool yeah yeah he was like he was like maybe you should hit her up because i know (laughs) she's happy with me (laughs) but it's just like it shows that they make a good team if Tariq yeah stop playing him like brady wants to help he wants to be there yeah so stop lying to him right (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh man so uh Zeke and Carrie meet and she has a lot of questions mm-hmm. about him and his family connection to GTG like and she is also very adamant that he talks to the police as mm-hmm. well or she was like let me do it you can remain anonymous um which we all know is still not a good idea you know, because of Monet and, like, how close Zeke is to that situation. Right. Zeke is so shaken up that he kind of wants to listen to her. Yeah. Like, Carrie is very, like, her definitely, like, law enforcement side is, like, coming out. And, like. Yeah, convincing him to do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, Tasha meets with Paula, and Tasha is on it. Yeah, like when I tell you I love <laughs> Tasha so much, like they have this woman to woman conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's take a listen. So now Tasha knows that Davis is playing Tariq because why wouldn't he let his own client know about an expert witness? Yeah, and they're supposed to not leave anything else like as a lawyer mm-hmm. and you're supposed to be loyal to your client and if you're leaving stuff out that's no yeah like <laughs> davis is about to get caught up because tasha don't yeah. play she, at all why would he tell me like she is pissed yeah yeah Woo! Also, i want to call out uh-huh. <laughs> she, don't, she don't do anything else in jail <laughs> 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 Like she, she's never at the cafeteria. She's never oh, doing activities. You're right. Like we never like how like we both used to like Orange is the New Black, y'all. And like yeah. you know, we used to see them in like their trade school classes and yeah. like out in the yard. It's not recess, but it's like for them to get fresh air. <laughs> and like Tasha don't be doing nothing. You're right. Oh, she's just wait by phone. <laughs> I hope she gets some fresh air and like do friends. I don't right. know. Do something else. <laughs> oh my god. Oh god. Okay, so back in the classroom scene, um, Jabari is kind of stirring the pot. Like I feel like he's trying to get the students like riled up or something, and the discussion gets heated. 
Like, we definitely see Lauren's privilege in this scene. True. She's saying stuff like, you know, people are in jail for a reason because of their choices. They did something, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, okay, I see how her and Malcolm were definitely a couple. Right, right. Um, But Tariq and Brashandria is, like, getting her in check. Like, Mm -hmm. even though Brashandria comes across ghetto, I mean, and her name is Brashandria, like, she has solid points. And... Mm -hmm. You know, she mentioned that the person drowning at their school and how they're only talking to uh, people of color. Right. Like, they're only interviewing people of color. Like, that's something to point out to Lauren, mm-hmm. you know? Like, why aren't they interviewing the white students? Yeah. And Tariq goes on his whole rant, like, do you think my mom deserves to be in jail? Like, they both are, like, tag team Lauren at this point. Yeah. As they should. Because why would she yeah. say that? I... Granted, there are people in jail who did bad stuff. True. And do. But if you don't acknowledge the people who are there for, like, minuscule things right. or because of the problems in our legal system, then your whole point is stupid. Right. If you're not acknowledging that other piece. At least acknowledge the disadvantage that black yeah. and brown people have to face in the prison system. Mm-hmm, for sure. So, so I was just deserved. like, yeah, like, they was it. coming for her. <laughs> um, and with Brashandria bringing up the only black and brown students are being interviewed, Jabari lets them know that him and Professor Milgram are actually hosting the interviews mm-hmm. and that the students will not have police present, so they can be completely <laughs> honest with them. And I noticed that he mm. looked at Tariq while he was saying Girl, that. Girl, he looked dead <laughs> <in> his face. <laughs> really hate Jabari is on this panel because his obsession with Tariq is just like so annoying it's it's I have no words I feel like I'm running out of words to describe how angry I am yeah for him to just use this as an opportunity to do something bad to Tariq when he doesn't have to he doesn't it's crazy yeah I I really hate that yeah so, um, after class, Lauren tries to apologize to Tariq, saying, you know, she doesn't believe his mom deserves to be in jail, but she still stands firm that some people do. And mm-hmm. Tariq wasn't trying to hear it, neither was nope. I. You dismissed Lauren. We done with you for right now. Like, right. Because <laughs> I just feel like she really, like, it's almost like she was acting like her mom. And I didn't really like her yeah. mom the last episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm, so, it was sure. like, Apple doesn't fall too far from a tree, girl. Yeah, go read a book. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Tasha is under a surprise search in jail, and we all know she has a burner, so I'm, like, freaking out right now. Uh-huh. Um, this man comes up to Tasha, and, you know, he's like, give me your phone. And I just assume he's clearly working for Lorenzo. So he's making yeah, sure Tasha yeah. is straight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, we then learned that the search was conducted by Saks, but yeah. it created a dead end because Tasha's cell ended up being clean. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Sax tells Steven, you know, he's trying to catch Tasha with the burner. But Steven is not messing with Sax anymore. Like, Steven is done with Sax. Yeah, like, he's like, hurry up. You have all this time yes. to evict Tasha. Yes. And you're taking your sweet time. To do this. <laughs> yes. So we see him make a phone call to like some special private agent or something, but uh-huh. um, we don't know what that call is about yet. So we'll right. we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. So um, all right. So now that we know that Carrie is a former prosecutor, she is doing some Google searches. Search. 
and she is finding out so much about Zeke's background mm-hmm. like I feel like her search is so much more thorough than that search we saw Jabari doing right about Tariq. Yes. like mm-hmm. Carrie is finding out so much she sends pictures of Lorenzo Monet mm-hmm. uh GTG Yep. Lorenzo Taking being out. in jail. Yeah, like mm-hmm. let her notes seem more clear than Jabari's. Yeah, right. <laughs> like <laughs> she is on it. Yeah. Um, and Jabari just barges in her office, which I hate that he does. Like he owns the place. Yeah. Like right. knock, Negro, knock. Like, this is not your <laughs> office. You need to, and y'all are colleagues. to tell you to enter. Okay. Yeah. Right. If my door is closed, you need to knock. But anyway, <laughs> I'm sorry. So <laughs> She she shows him a picture of Zeke and his family and asks him, you know, like, have you seen anybody like before in this picture? Does does anyone mm-hmm. look familiar? And Jabari recognized Drew, like first, like off rip, like first uh-huh. thing is, you know, this Drew. But he doesn't say anything. He says, you know, he doesn't notice anyone, no one looks familiar. And he's mm-hmm. being super shady toward her even from last episode, remember when he was about to send her that text and he decides to delete. Yeah. Right. So I'm not sure what his plan is exactly. Like, does he want her to go down with Tariq or something? Even though he's uh, wrong, because she's not even sleeping with Tariq. But I'm just like, what is his Actually, plan? that's a good point. Because it would make sense if he wants her to go down with Tariq, because he thinks they're together. Right. And so that would be the way to do that. Other than that, I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> that from like, her. He's being so shady toward her. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. I'm sure we'll find out next week. Okay, okay. Um, I hope. <laughs> right, right. You never know. Right. Um, so Kane is living with GTG. Mm-hmm. And Drew confronts him because Kane took all of their corner boys. Like, mm-hmm. if you remember in the beginning of the season, GTG was working with Monet and Kane was, like, leading them, like, over them. Uh-huh. And that's when they got out of hand, like being all on IG Live. And, you know, Kane was the one that set them straight because Monet uh-huh. was not happy. Um, so now all of those corner boys are working for Kane and not Monet. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So Drew notices that the leader of GT- GTG is still living and that Kane didn't do what he said he was going to do mm-hmm. by killing him. And Drew's like, why is he still breathing? Breathing. What is going yeah. on here? And mm-hmm. Kane's like, he loyal. He loyal. Like, what? I really wanted to fight Kane in this moment because Drew has always been trying to like help him and like be there yeah. for him. So how you gonna play Drew, your your only brother? Your brother. And I feel like had he killed that guy, he maybe would have gotten back into Monet's good graces. Right. And he just ruined that chance. Like Literally, it's done. Because now <laughs> Drew see that he living. Yep. Yep. And Rico yep. is now coming since now they killed his, you know, the guy that does the business for him. Rico is coming mm-hmm. personally now and they don't have anyone to move his product. Right. So right. Drew is very frustrated. He is frustrated with Kane. He is frustrated mm-hmm. with Monet. He's frustrated with everybody. <laughs> yeah. Like, for good Mon- reason. Yes. Like Monet mm-hmm. wants him to step up since Kane is gone. And Drew mm-hmm. was like, I always wanted to be something different. But she was like, you know, tough luck. Like, this is what you got to do now. And I just yeah. feel like Drew needs a break. Like, yeah. he is very stressed out. Right. Agreed. So um, Tasha is meeting <laughs> with Davis and Paula. And she wants to be moved to another prison. Mm-hmm. Um, Davis doesn't want any big 
want to make any changes like that though because obviously he's working for with sax and uh-huh. not for tasha right so he needs her to stay put um tasha asked about the expert witness davis guy and paula tries to make it look good by saying you know we're still working out the details but davis shushes her <laughs> tasha saw it we saw it like trouble in paradise maybe because he definitely right. like told her to be quiet <laughs> like and she she felt some type of way yeah. like we all peeped it so i was just like hmm what's going on here right hmm. i don't know <laughs> so sex and davis go to meet um with the lady their expert witness and a cameraman is watching them uh-huh taking pictures of them take six um so remember remember when we saw um her mug shot and we were both like you know who's that like we don't recognize yeah. her it comes to find out she was in power she was the lady the stripper that was working with tasha oh from the daycare hair. yep yeah and to reconnect it with her too this series um mm. her name is epiphany and mm-hmm. saxon davis needs her to testify to help tasha um, and Sax can remove like her charges, like to help her. Right. Out. Well, yeah. he said he couldn't remove them. He said he can massage them. them. Yeah. Right. Whatever that means. Um. So they just need to need her to make Tasha look innocent, so they can convict Tariq. And at this point, do they know that she knew Tariq? Uh no. Okay. I don't. I don't think they know the relationship that Epiphany and Tariq have. Gotcha. Okay. I'm pretty sure uh, Epiphany has moved some right weight for Tariq as well, but gotcha. they don't. They don't know that. They don't know that. Okay. Yep. Um. So back at campus, Brayden and Tariq are still beefing. Uh, Brayden oh, has been stating with Tracy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. They have not made up since the whole him helping Elfie sell coke. Um. Mm-hmm. But. Tariq is back on Brayden's good side when he shows Brayden all the coke he had. <laughs> <laughs> Brayden was so, like, his eyes lit up. Yes. Like, He's like, oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> I've been waiting like, for Nothing is more exciting to Brayden than selling coke. <laughs> um, but Tariq is worried about all the cops being on campus and you know Brayden mm-hmm. suggests like let's hit Effie up and move the product as Yale right and it's like school. it's not hot there and they can charge them way more and mm-hmm. I'm just like this is why Brayden and Tariq make such a good team and I'm yes. tired of Tariq lying to him already just stop and I think this is the first time Tariq is listening to Brayden's idea that's as long as point. they've been working together, they like they're finally doing his idea, which I love to see. Yeah, that was no pushback. He was like, mm-hmm. "Let's hit up Effie," and Tariq was like, "Cool, yeah, yeah." He yeah. was like, "May," he was like, "Maybe you should hit her up because I know she's <laughs> right, not she happy not talking with me." <laughs> but it's just like it shows that they make a good team if Tariq yeah. stop playing him. Like Brady right. wants to help; he wants to be there. Yeah, so stop lying to him, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh man so uh zeke and carrie meet and she has a lot of questions mm-hmm. about him and his family connection to gtg like and she is also very adamant that he talks to the police as mm-hmm. well or she was like let me do it you can remain anonymous um which we all know is still not a good idea 
you know, because of Monet and like how close Zeke is to that situation. Right. Zeke is so shaken up that he kind of wants to listen to her. Yeah. Like Carrie is very like her definitely convincing. like law enforcement side is like coming out and like yeah convincing him to do it yeah mm-hmm. yeah so uh tasha meets with paula and tasha is on it yeah like when i tell you i love <laughs> tasha so much like they have this woman-to-woman conversation mm-hmm. uh let's take a listen you've never lied to me paula until yesterday I don't know what you mean. Bullshit. I know that you were covering for Davis when I asked about the expert witness. I wasn't lying. I know you lied. Because you're sleeping with him, right? How long you been waiting for him to leave his wife? That is none of your business. It's not. It's really not any of yours either since he's married to someone else. When my husband had his affair, I kept lying for him too. Even a side piece Angela was lying for him. And look at what it cost all of us. She's dead and I am on trial fighting for my life. So my question is, what's it gonna cost you if you wanna keep lying for Davis? Paula, I need to know who that expert witness is. I have a right to participate in my own defense. Davis told me her name is Dr. Epiphany Turner. (laughs) Epiphany ain't no doctor, she's a stripper. Doctor <laughs> Epiphany, y'all, I Say died. I died. <laughs> Tasha was like Epiphany, a whole stripper. Like what? <laughs> Let me call out these lies. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor Epiphany, what kind of name? Like right. <laughs> Davis D must be really good for Paula to even believe that somebody is a doctor named Epiphany. <laughs> <laughs> That is a stripper's name if I ever heard one. Oh my gosh. My girl, you should have known. He Dr. Epiphany Turner. Please. <laughs> please. And like Tasha has a lot of questions. She, and so mm-hmm. does Paula. Like, you know, why Epiphany? Why is she sex witness specifically? Right. You know, mm-hmm. and Paul, you know, Tasha tells Paula to ask Tariq if Epiphany has ever met Slim and you know uh-huh. Tasha wants Paula to let Tariq know that Epiphany is just as dangerous as Slim and to take care of it so she's mm-hmm. basically telling Tariq to kill her basically and I, I want to mention how easily Tasha called out Paula and Davis looking together like she just knew <sighs> just by looking at her it was so in that conversation. <laughs> I think she peeped it when he shushed her and Paula didn't mm. have a reaction. Because they're mm-hmm. supposed to be partners, you know? Yeah. Like they're yeah. supposed to be co-canceled. So why are you shushing me? And why am yeah. I allowing it? Oh, but right. why am I not pushing together? Back. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She she peeped. Tasha be she all knows. She does. I, and, and that's what used to make me so mad and regular power that mm-hmm. ghost used to try to play tasha as smart as she is and how on top of stuff she is yeah, yeah. why are you playing her yeah i hate yeah. that tasha tasha she be on it yep she so, knows um we find out who is following sex and davis it was actually steven it was sax mm-hmm. boss he yep. knew sex was lying 
Um, that phone call he made earlier in the episode was for Sax to be followed. Mm-hmm. And he calls him out because he, now he knows that it's clear that he will not convict Tasha, but he's trying to convict Tariq. Tariq, yeah. And um, Sax, like, he basically gives him an ultimatum. Like, Sax needs to convict Tasha before he can pursue Tariq. Or he's out. Yeah. Like, he'll be done. So, hmm. Zeke, Zeke confronts Monet um, mm-hmm. about how he's feeling about everything. Uh, let's take a listen. Kane sent one of the GTGs up to Stansville, but he's been handled. It ain't handled. There's a whole investigation. And the shit that happened at the club, the GTGs was retaliating for their man being handled, like you say. Almost ended my whole career over this shit. And now they're going to question us up at the school. I think I got to tell them what I know. You don't need to tell nobody shit about this family or what we do. If I don't tell them that I got jumped and they find out that the dead body in the pool is related to y'all, I lose everything. I might need to distance myself from what y'all do. Zeke, this ain't you. If they find out you got jumped, they'll be asking how you get out of it. You want Drew roped up? Of course not. Professor Milgram said I could come forward anonymously. I wouldn't even have to talk about Drew. Carrie, right? I remember her. Y'all look real friendly at the game. She's my advisor. So she know about us? That's why she giving advice. Ain't nobody ask her. Professor Milgram just talked to a bunch of students. She don't know nothing. Carrie has really gotten to him. For him, I feel like to even have the nerve to approach Monet about this conversation. Yeah, because... We already know Monet was shut that down right. of like going to the police or like right. trying to tap around who this gang is without right. getting Monet involved mm-hmm. because they're already close together. Mm-hmm. So Zeke, he slipped up with that one. That was it. Yeah. And then talking about he want to distance himself like, no, Negro, you the money train. You got to right. stay You're the close. Ticket. You are the so... real ticket. <laughs> Monet you can is try to distance, but everyone's gonna <laughs> find you. <laughs> she is not happy. Mm-hmm. Um, she notices that he brought up Carrie's name a lot, Professor mm-hmm. Milgram. Um, she's so like, but, "Oh, you mean Carrie?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Mary J. Blige has been killing me like this whole season. Yes, like, I've been dying laughing. That was a perfect cast. Yes. <laughs> um. So. She asked him to stay tonight. Like, I noticed her mm-hmm. demeanor kind of changed. She got softer. Mm-hmm. She was yeah. like, how about you just stay tonight? And, you know, he is reluctant, but he agrees. So when uh-huh. Diana comes down, Monet is like, you know, do you know anything about this Carrie lady? Because, <laughs> like, Zeke is really mentioning her to cops. And Diana remembers the note card in Tariq's backpack. Uh-huh. Like, yep. This is getting so good, y'all, because Diana literally knows everything. Yeah, she peeped it. Like, I this wonder was, and what... this was like, this was the third time I think she went through Tariq's yeah. stuff. So now we, we know why and she's bringing that information back up. Yeah, it, but I was about to say, I wonder what even made her make that connection to that note Oh, part. true. Yeah. Like, Diana... she didn't know who it was about. Right. Huh. Diana is definitely... That's why she's so important to Monet. Like, she just has these random facts of information stored away. She's like Monet's extra set of eyes. Literally. Literally. And she tells Monet everything. (laughs) Everything. (laughs) Um, So we see Carrie is texting Zeke. 
mm-hmm. and he's not responding at all. And she is clearly <laughs> trying to touch base with him about talking to the police, uh-huh. um, but she does it anyway. Um, she lets police know there was an incident off off campus, mm. um, and Jabari tries to interject, you know, saying, "Well, if it was off campus, it has nothing to do with the school." But mm-hmm. the cops want to hear, so Carrie does let him know that some of their students were approached by members of GTG like, uh-huh. after going out one night. So I was like, I really wanted her to wait to hear back from Z, <sighs> but she went ahead and right. like shared the information anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Probably so, not the best decision. I was like, yeah, like this whole episode, everything is just like, everything's coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, so Paula passes the message to Tariq, which I was shocked about, but I guess Tasha really got through to her, especially about her being another woman and yeah. David's never picking her. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, uh, Tariq receives the message loud and clear that he needs to go kill Epiphany. Like Tasha, told right. me, your mom told you to do this. So I'm about to go do it. Mm-hmm. Um, this was probably my favorite scene of the episode. Um, Carrie gets back to her office. It's really late. Mm-hmm. Um, and when she cuts the lights on, Monet is sitting in her chair. <laughs> like, I screamed. Yes. I literally screamed. Like, it wasn't about Jabari sitting there. <laughs> okay, if it was Jabari sitting there, I probably would have, like, cut the TV off because I'm like, what are you doing? But it being Monet, I was like, oh, this is about to be good. Yes. Yes. Let's take a listen because I cannot do this scene any justice. So here we go. Mrs. Sahara, um, my office hours are right now. You don't look too surprised to see me. You want to talk about Zeke? It's, it's late. Not sure it's appropriate. Appropriate? Like you fucking him? I did. I, you I did. did. And you didn't think anyone would find out. What did Zeke tell you exactly? Well, let me tell you something. If you want to keep your job, I suggest you keep your fucking mouth shut about whatever you think you know. And if Zeke gets in trouble for the swimming pool shit, your name would be the first name out of my mouth. You understand me? Woo! <laughs> Carrie, Carrie don't know who she messing with. She, she has no idea, she knows. Honestly, I think she might die. <laughs> then the finale. You killing Carrie, y'all? <laughs> I mean, okay. Um, it's not on purpose. Just Ooh. sound like her. But... This was a horrible decision. She doesn't know Monet. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know what she's capable of. Granted, she's done her research. So I don't know why she would even go to the police knowing who Monet is. Yeah. And I want to point out that because, you know, Monet, like, really wanted Zeke to spend the night. I feel mm-hmm. like she took Zeke's phone, and that's why he wasn't texting Carrie back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, Monet was all over that. Yeah. Good thing, too. Ooh. I think Carrie needs to hear that. (laughs) 
she was like do you want to lose your job here for like we can we can do this right now that is basically what Monet was like we yeah. can do this yes mm. man that that was definitely my favorite scene of the agreed whole me like, too it was so good. yes um yes so we see Brayden and Tariq are headed to Yale to meet Effie and um Brayden mm-hmm. is still mad at Tariq about Riley but yeah. Tariq finally comes clean like finally mm-hmm. so now Brayden knows about sex and how he's yep. a lawyer and you know wondering how much Riley might know or could tell right. sex like yeah knows about the business like finally mm-hmm. Brayden isn't left in the dark anymore and I don't I just don't understand what took Tariq so long to tell him yeah me too because there's, no, there's no telling what Brayden shared with her especially since they was booed up yeah so I'm just like now like after all of this she finally tell him he was dating a lawyer's niece like <sighs> Tariq is so annoying and uh, I'm just thinking like I think if Tariq had told Brayden from the start, I feel like Riley wouldn't have found out that much information about their business. True. And now Sax probably knows so much. True. And uh, Tariq can't get mad at Brayden for talking to Riley because that was his girlfriend. And Tariq didn't tell him the connection between Riley and Sax. So if he gets (laughs) mad at Brayden in the end, that... I don't understand that. Right. And granted, Tariq found out kind of mid-season about sex, but uh-huh. he still right. should have told Brayden as soon as he found yeah. out. Yeah, right. Didn't. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so annoying. Um, so they finally get to Effie, and she gives them a bag full of money. <laughs> like, Effie is making <laughs> major moves in the drug game. Like, this girl is rich. Right, I can't even hate. Right, like gold, <laughs> sis. Like, what are you doing? I want a bad for the Um, and Brayden quickly goes back to the car so they can have some privacy. Um, and Tariq comes with this sad story to her again, talking about you know his parents made him this. I don't even remember half the stuff he was saying. He was just being honest. Do you think he was, was being honest? feel like her mm. she was like i don't know when you lying it's like this time she mm. didn't fall for it she yeah, was like, yeah i never know when you're telling the truth like That's i don't and with Tariq, i don't know like he loves telling effie she the only one that really understand him but i really don't know if he being honest with her or not yeah i think it's at the point where it's hard to even as viewers to know if Tariq is lying you right. or telling the truth you right like who is we don't know who Tariq is I feel like he still don't even know yeah yeah he doesn't know we don't know I I think he is kind of in the shadow of his dad Mm. and maybe that was part of the conversation that we were supposed to take from that okay but still it's hard to know if he was actually being real in that moment right and, like, the title of this episode is Monster, which has mm. been, like, a running theme of this episode. And, mm-hmm. you know, he says he isn't a monster. But, yeah. you know, she says that she is, and she feel like they both are. And she's like, the sooner you accept that, maybe the better mm. off you'll be. So their, mm. their relationship is really weird to me. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like they connect on this kind of dark level. That oh, I, yes. I don't know yes. what it is that connects them, but I don't know. I feel yeah. like that's not the last we'll see of Effie, though. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I agree. So, um, Tariq goes to meet Epiphany, um, and he plans on killing her like Tasha <laughs> has instructed him to do. Mm-hmm. Um, she just running her mouth, like, you know, <laughs> telling him... But her running her mouth, she lets Tariq know about Davis and sex. Like, now yeah. he knows that they are working together. Like, uh-huh. they, are, they both came to see her. And she is just so stressed. She was like, you know, if I had some money, I would just get out of here. And it was in this moment that we saw how Tariq is a lot like Ghost. Like, Ghost huh. yeah. let a lot of people go instead of killing them. Tommy was the one that was trigger happy and would kill it. Right. Yes. Those definitely let, let a lot of people go or paid a lot of people off. And um uh-huh. that's what Tariq decides to do. He, that's a um, ooh, that's a good connection. Yeah, he gives like father like son. Yep. He gives Epiphany the money that he owes Monet, mind you. Um, so she could leave town so she wouldn't have to testify and he didn't have to kill her. Mm. Yep. So um Epiphany is gone. <sighs> <laughs> Uh, um she doesn't show up to court so sex is looking like boo boo the fool right now <laughs> again yeah literally in front of the judge in front of his boss like everyone <laughs> um tasha is obviously happy i feel like i saw her grin a little bit yeah um and sex asks for a recess and mm-hmm. him and davis meet in the bathroom and uh-huh. they are officially turning on each other yep sex knows that paula went to see Tasha, because it's on uh-huh. he got the visitors log, but Davis genuinely did know that happened. Yeah. Now yeah. Davis knows that Sax has pictures of them meeting Epiphany and will crop him together out. Yep. Yeah. And war has officially began. Like they don't trust each other at all now. They shouldn't have some jump, but that's True. another story. <laughs> yeah, like they have officially turned their backs on each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. um davis like once they get back in the courtroom he's finally being honest with paula because yeah. he's backed in the, into a corner so he has to let mm-hmm. her know everything like he lets her know that Tariq killed ghost he lets her know his deal with sax um and how sax is gonna yeah. take huh i was just saying yeah oh yeah and how uh sax is going to take davis and paula down mm. and Paula is like piecing everything together and she's like you should have came to me like I would have never told you to take a deal like this it's like you have co-counsel for a reason right use them this also blew me because they're having this conversation in the courtroom (laughs) in front of other people (laughs) like wouldn't you want to take this in private like you're just revealing all this information to everyone around you that is a good call out <laughs> but maybe like, that's the detail they just didn't care about <laughs> but i thought that was weird oh my god that is such a good call out because it's like how you know who wants sitting in the in the audience listening to y'all right like ooh, Tariq kill those <laughs> <laughs> that is such a good call out wow like they really legit was still in the courtroom having yeah. a conversation literally yeah the, the writers they messed up with that one <laughs> Because that really don't make no sense. Um, oh, goodness. But Paula is done. She's mm-hmm. like, you know, 
I was she was like we're ne- we were never together like I'm out like it was always yeah. me for myself I was just always here because I believed in you mm. um and she was like you didn't come to me because and she like picked up his ring hand mm. his ring finger she was like this is why you never listened to me and I was like Tasha really got to her yeah she had a nerve <laughs> <laughs> like like Tasha really got her book on Davis and now yeah. he's by himself for the rest of the trial. Yep. And Sax has just called Tariq to the stand. Like he wants that to be his next mm-hmm. person that he talks to, his next witness. And it's officially game time now that they're not on the same team anymore. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. Because <laughs> you you know you wouldn't expect it because Tariq has so much on sex. So I'm like, is sex yeah. that? Right. So we mm. shall see. This is getting good. It is, yes, um, yes. Tasha is calling Tariq to let him know that he will have to testify in court. Mm-hmm. But Tariq is being super short with her, and I hate when he does this when she's trying to talk to him. <laughs> I'm like, did you even hear what she said to you? But he just rushes her off the phone like he always does. Um, always. He, we don't, I didn't realize where he was at that moment. But mm-hmm. um, we then learned he's at Monet's bar. So uh-huh. um, basically how this scene starts is that Kane gets a shipment and it's Monet's shipment. Uh-huh. And he learns from the leader of GTG that Rico wants a new distro and he's about to take Monet out the game. And out means kill them. Yes. <laughs> yes. Not not your fire. Thank you for your services. Like you you gotta go. <laughs> you gone. Yes. And like even the leader of GTG, because Jane Kane was so upset, but he was like, you know, I thought this is what you wanted. Like I thought yeah. this is everything that you wanted. Um uh-huh. but no, like that's still family. So yeah. um Kane tries to call them and warn them, but no one is answering their phone. Mm-hmm. Um, because they are actually Diana and Drew are trying to stop Monet from killing Tariq <laughs> because he was short with her money. <sighs> she literally has a gun pointed on him. That's why she's not answering the phone right now. Um, mm. and Tariq goes on this whole speech about how he deserves it, like he's always um making the wrong decisions. And we get this flashback, like this montage yeah. of everyone Tariq is hurt from mm. his sister Raina to Tommy yeah um Keisha to I mean it was just all the bad decisions back to back Tariq. yeah yeah I was like wow he's really stupid like yeah he has really done some dust dumb stuff up <laughs> and that mata- montage just reminds yes. us of what he did yes <laughs> and he admits to Monet that he killed his father he was like even to my father and it seemed like Monet mm. was trying to get more information. She was like, wait, what you say about your father? Um, but then the bar <laughs> gets blasted in that moment. And they mm. are fly- firing rounds, like, left and right. Yeah. Um, yes. They all get down. Tariq is covering Diana, and Drew is with Monet. Uh-huh. And with Drew, you know, being the man in the family now, he wants to protect his family, so he wants to go get try and get a gun. Um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to come for Drew. I think like how you called out Davis and Paula talking in the courtroom. I feel like this was another flaw in the writing. Mm, mm. Why would they make Drew stand up tall 
Yeah. If they're shooting through the window instead of having him crawl to get the gun. I, he, she knows, like he stood in front of the window. Tall. <laughs> like he like stood he up. He stood yeah. up straight. And I think Drew is too smart to do that. So by them making him do that. That was, I was and then it ended like a few seconds after <laughs> that scene. I'm like, he could have just waited and then got the gun. Oh my god. That was definitely a flaw in writing. I was Agreed. like, I was just sitting there like, what? I'm like, <laughs> like where are you going? I didn't even gasp because I, I, I you know, I love Drew, so it's, it uh-huh. sucked to see him get hit. But I was like, why the hell would they make him stand <laughs> up if they shoot him through the window? Like, make uh, it make that sense. That did not make sense. Like you said, all. he either should have waited or he should have crawled. Yes. And um, Kane literally shows up right when it ends. Yep. Um, and Monet is so upset that she pulls a gun out on Kane. She I hates was like, no. it is so much going on. And Kane is really <laughs> concerned. Like, he helps take Drew to the hospital. Uh-huh. And, you know, Monet, is, you know, she's like, you know, thank you for saving Diana. You know, she like, we not done, but, you know, you mm-hmm. saved her. So he got to, she got to let it go for now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so Paula then meets up with Tariq and, um, Uh let, let's, let's just hear what Paula has to say. Okay. Sorry, I'm late. I got held up. Sax is calling you to the stand. Davis can't represent you. Not only is it a conflict of interest, but there's this. I had to. I had to do it. How'd you get that? Sachs took it. Gave it to Davis, who's known about this for weeks. Found it hidden in his computer after I made him tell me the truth. You need a lawyer, Tariq. Davis is setting you up. Why are you telling me? Because I don't work for Davis anymore. And I want you to beat that son of a bitch. I'm not gonna lie. I'm happy Paula is coming through for him. Me too. Because Davis left her in the dark. So... Honestly, I don't blame her for doing this. Like, Paula got all the tea, all the uh-huh. receipts, Yep. showed him the video, and she's just like, I want him to go down. Yeah, yeah. And this is all, <laughs> I'm sorry, this is all stemming back to her conversation with Tasha. <laughs> yes, Tasha really got to so funny to me that it took Tasha calling her out to see that she's been acting dumb over Davis for all these years or however long they've been mm. messing around like one like, conversation right but I'm happy I'm happy so now Tariq is all caught yeah. up to speed uh-huh. and we've been knowing probably since episode 2 Tariq is finally knows right um so we'll you know we'll see what he does with this information uh-huh so um we're at the hospital and Monet is so upset. Like, she literally outside crying. Mm-hmm. Um, Diana lets her know Drew is going into surgery. And I feel like... like be okay. Yeah, I was about to say, I feel like that's a good sign, especially if surgery goes well, that he should make mm-hmm. it. Like, it's not yeah. like they say he was dead. So I was like, okay, if he's going into surgery, he should be okay. Let's hope so. Yeah, I, I would hope so. Um, And Kane mm-hmm. is there. And um, Diana and Monet are so... Like, 
Diana slaps this man. Monet is like, <laughs> you know, she was like, if you don't leave town, I will kill you myself. Like, they are done. Mm. And Kane, you know, he has a good point. He was like, I'm your son too. Like, I'm here. But Yeah, and I think he he saved or tried to save Drew out of good intentions, like you said, because that's still family at the end of the day. Right. And Monet is not trying to hear that. Yeah, that's why I'm surprised they don't have the same reaction as Kane. He's like, you know, mm-hmm. we all still family. Right. Tragedy. Yeah. And you would think it would bring them closer together, but Monet want him to leave town even more. <laughs> or kill. Yeah, she was like, I don't want to see you anymore. <laughs> like, she's done. And I'm like, that's still his son. He was like, oh, yeah. you made me this way. Like, yeah. Like, a small part of me <sighs> felt bad for him. Yeah. At that yeah. moment. But then I got over it. <laughs> Oh, Later you, on in you, I was like, you got over it this very next scene, okay? Yes. <laughs> because Kane makes a phone call. He wants to meet up with someone, and we see that he meets up with the cop, um, on A's boyfriend, uh-huh. or whatever you want to call him, because I really don't know his name. Was it Ramirez or something? Ramirez, yeah. Okay. His last name. Mm-hmm. He meets up with R- Ramirez. Um, and remember when Ramirez and Kane met up earlier in the season, but we did know what they talked about. Uh-huh. Um, we learned that they both agreed that they needed to kill Tariq. Mm-hmm. Um, that Tariq was in the way and that Monet would depend on them again and she wouldn't depend on Tariq. Uh-huh. Um, but since Kane has been gone, Monet needs Ramirez now more than ever. He was right. like, you know, Tariq isn't a threat for me. He was like, I'm good. You just need to go. Like, we done. <laughs> Nobody wants you. Yeah. <laughs> and that was the last thing he needed to say to Kane because mm. we all know he has a temper. Mm. And if you didn't guess by now, Kane kills him <laughs> in cold blood. He was like, oh, she don't, oh, she, you good? She needs you, but don't need me? Like, boom, you did. Like, why would you say that to someone like Kane? Mm. Mm. why like you already know how he would react i wonder because, if davis or i wonder if ramirez went there knowing he was like that like i'm, okay, I'm surprised moment. he even met up with him you think he would have just kept blowing off kane yeah like, right so kane is officially off the rails because he has now killed a cop yep like he's cold losing blood yeah losing it mm-hmm. um so we we get to the end of the episode, and our girl Tamika is back. Yes. Wig still slayed. <laughs> um, so, I don't know if everyone noticed in the preview before this episode, they did show Tamika. So, I was like, if they showed her, we about to see her again. Like, uh-huh. they showed us her for a reason. And I'm so happy because Tamika is really good at her job. She is. Like, she yes. just got caught up in, like, Angela and all of them bullshit and sex. But, like, her herself, she's good. Like, Mm -hmm. she went down because she didn't fire them. Or, like, she didn't know what was going on with them. Mm -hmm. Um, So, she literally asked Tariq for a dollar. One dollar. I love that part. Yes, to hire (laughs) her. (laughs) You know, she was like, I now have attorney, client privilege. Mm -hmm. Did you kill your father? And Tariq confesses. Like, mm. and, and you know how you was like, we never know when Tariq is being honest. I feel like that uh-huh. was probably the most honest and vulnerable we've seen him all season. Agreed. He lets yes. Tamika know it was him. Mm-hmm. Um, He lets Tamika know that he's not a monster. Ghost is the monster. We're back to the right. monster theme. And um, 
Tamika is the only person left he could trust. And I really think she's going to pull through for him. Like, I honestly I have agree. no doubt that she's going to take care of it. Yep, I agree. 100%. And that was the end of episode nine. Mm. It was, I loved it. It was so yeah, the good. Ending, the ending sealed the deal. Um, what are your predictions? Like, what do you think is going to happen for the finale? I definitely, because did you see, like, the next yes. the next week trailer? <laughs> yes. yes, I did. Did you notice that Tariq was, like, smirking? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, I think Tamika has definitely prepared him. Mm-hmm. Like, he good. Like, I don't think he's going down for anything. Right. Um, I think they're going to get Tasha off. But I think mm. when it comes to, like, drama for next week or like uh-huh. something unexpected or like a cliffhanger for season two I feel like it's gonna be something surrounding Monet and them or like Jabari oh. I don't think it's gonna be around Tariq in the trial okay so I know that's not like a oh, clear cut prediction but I think mm-hmm. that's where like the drama gonna come from next week with them that makes sense yeah what about you um I think from Tariq's smirk uh-huh. Um, because he and Tamika both know that Sax was that true. Right. So I think they're going to spin it and make it seem like Sax killed Ghost. And that gets Tasha off and that covers Tariq. Okay. So I, I think that sounds I good. think they're going to mess. I think that'll probably get them off. And then, like you said, next season will be the focus on Monet's family. Right. And getting to know them. Yeah. Right. Because I, I just don't understand why Sax would even call him to the stand. Like, is he for yeah. Or I'm interested to see, I guess, how Sax spins this. Because I'm like, Tariq was the last person that needed to be on the stand. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll, we will see. Yes. I can't believe it's almost the finale. I know. One more That's crazy. guys. One more. Yes. So, um... If you have any, like, predictions or any comments, you know, you can always follow us on our socials at WEYO Podcast. Um, We're always active there and ready to chat with you guys. And you can email us, too, at WEYO Podcast at Gmail. And, Sheena, before we go, we do have a question. (gasps) We have a question! Yes! Yay! Okay, let's go. Okay, hey, Sheena. Hey, Patrice. So this season has been lit. Capital L, capital I, capital <laughs> T. I was, I was weary about them making different parts of power, but part two has been it. Ladies, yeah. I would like to know, how do y'all think part two is similar to the original power? I see similarities and a lot of differences. What do you think? So as far as similarities i think we really saw last night like how Tariq is kind of growing into ghost Mm, like mm -hmm. definitely saw that um and i feel like with kane like he seems kind of like tommy was a hothead and it's like too even though i know people try to compare brayden to tommy but brayden is nothing like tommy they're just both white Right. But they're right. not similar at all. Oh my like, gosh. I love that connection. Yeah, like Tommy. Kane is jo- yes, he's yeah, just like, like Tommy. Like Tommy used to like try to go against ghosts and go against the grain, but 
Tariq, if he would just lead Brayden, Brayden won't question anything. He's ready mm-hmm. to be there. He's ready yeah. to support. So it's a totally different dynamic. I feel like people are just comparing him because he's white, but he's not like Tommy. But Kane, At all. Kane yeah. is crazy. <laughs> Like Kane is crazy. That's a good point. And I feel like, you know, um, especially like the whole like juggling women, like what Ghost was doing, and that's what Tariq doing this season. And mm-hmm. but I feel like a lot of differences, like them introducing um Mary J. Blige family, that mm-hmm. really added a dynamic that's like different than power. Yes, like, agreed. With Tariq being in college, like it really is. At first, when it first started, I was kind of annoyed because I was like, "This could have just been Power Season Seven, but yeah. it started to take its own form. And I, I really do feel like I'm watching kind of like a new show and storyline now. Yeah, and I will say, I'm struggling with the title and why it's called Ghost, but I think now oh, we're seeing that yeah. Tariq is Ghost son and is starting to turn into him ah. and we're seeing that so maybe that's why they named it because they could have named it something else that's a good call it's out completely separate but i yeah. think we're now learning that Tariq is his father's son in right. so many ways yeah maybe it was this episode that is starting mm-hmm. to make that connection because yeah. you're right like power ghost that is kind of random but mm-hmm. that's a good call out saying it's like he's becoming ghost. yes ghost like, like yes. ghost 2.0 like basically so yes I mean, I'm, that was really, a good I'm excited for season two, and I feel like, especially if Tasha gets out of jail, uh-huh. there should be no more, like, trial scenes and no more sex, so then we'll really, truly just be- Ooh, no more this, sex. Yeah, this character's, these characters' world, so I think they'll be good, mm-hmm. and we won't have more, many more characters from Power. Right, yeah. I do feel like they should have gave them their own theme song not gonna lie yes yes that's what yes. out. like having the same and i'm wondering <laughs> if he's gonna have the same theme song for all the other for all of them oh, we're about to hear that song so many <laughs> more times i guess as we complain so bad when they changed it to trey songs they like here y'all just gonna hear this song forever <laughs> but i just feel I like mean, they should have gave yeah. these other sequences or these other sequels their own theme song agreed that's a good point they didn't think about that no not at all (laughs) (laughs) oh man well thank you for that question we really appreciate it um that's awesome we got a question for our last episode of the year um and we just want to say thank you guys for supporting us throughout this whole year we've had listeners from literally so many different countries would have never thought we would have people listening from around the world so we really appreciate it and um we are looking forward to continue with this in the next year looking forward to talking about more shows and we cannot thank you guys enough and um we hope you all enjoyed your holidays and hope everyone has a happy new year because I know we are all ready to put yes. 2020 <laughs> behind <laughs> us. <laughs> y'all, please be safe so yes. we can all make it to next year. Yes, be and safe. Be Tell everybody you love them. Stay covered yes. up. And um, we'll see you guys next week. In the new year. All right. All right. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye.